Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. Welcome back to the OC. What's good, everybody? I'm your host today, Jason Turnbull. Like always, <laughs> join with Dr. Sean Landry. Don't look at me when you say that. <laughs> and creepy. Kevin Longpray. Hey, it's creepy. You threw me off. Yeah. There. A little delay. A little that delay. Was, was See like... glaucoma? <laughs> I'm trying to help that. He's very fixated. Nice. Mm. That was that was like basketball. You're like staring at someone. You throw it up. <laughs> what am I doing? Where am I right now? Yeah, yeah so I'm gonna make fake pass. Another fake pass. I was saying was Sean's a... name, but staring at you. Yeah, no, that was a fake pass. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. You're really good at being wrong. creepy. Mm. Yeah. I think I heard that before. <laughs> Probably. I'm not shocked. Yeah. So yeah. you boys are good. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. God. Yeah. You look good. Huh? Much well. better than you did last week. Oof. Well, it was. Uh, Hit or miss last week. Touch and go. Yeah. Touch and go. Yeah. Much better now. Good. No. Very good. Survived. Excellent. <clears throat> and Sean, you held down the fort. You were all good too? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Sa- the saddest part of our last few days is uh, we got to soon transition my old uh, my old dog. So that was... Uh, Sean, you had to bring up the dog. I know. Yeah, I that's know. tough. He's on my mind. He's on my mind. But mm. he's in a, lived an amazing life. Actually, it's funny. I was thinking about this. Someone said, uh, you don't choose a dog, they choose you. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so Dante, I know you're still here because we haven't quite transitioned yet. <laughs> but thanks for choosing me, buddy. Nice, buddy. Thanks for choosing us. So <coughs> yeah, never easy though. The timelines for these dogs, uh, they don't match up, right? I, no, uh, no, you don't get to pick that timeline. No, but uh, Dante, our How old, old is English he? Mastiff, he's 13 and a half. He's already 13 on board. 13 and a half. He's on board time, technically. He's been. Um, yeah, he's uh, you know an average age for a large breed, or that's the, that's not a large breed. That's a an extra larger, large breed. extra large breed. Yeah. That's uh, eight to twelve years. So he's thirteen and a half. He's had an extra, you know, some bonus years. Carry uh, the one, you know, exactly. It's about his, like six. His mom, his Times mom's two. a veterinarian, right? Actually, Dr. Kelly the vet. She's uh, so she takes no good plugging, care of him. Sean. On no here. plug. No. Uh, Dr. Kelly the vet. <laughs> and Find her on uh, social. And she, uh, you know, we take, we've been taking good care of him and actually we thought we were going to lose him last summer. He actually, uh, we did extend his life a little bit. We've been treating him, you know, palliatively for, uh, um, for cancer actually. So he's been doing very well, bounced back, but all of a sudden last week hit a wall. So, um, yeah, just ma- spoiling him, making him feel good, cooking up some liver and some uh, hamburger, hamburgers, made nice. him hamburgers at yeah, liver, all sorts of stuff. And, uh, and surprisingly, he's doing a little better. So, <laughs> so oh my God. yeah, it's like a cat. Yeah. It's like a cat. <laughs> so anyways, that's what's been on my mind lately, but, uh, all good. Right. So we've had some amazing times. So yeah. Right on. Yeah. Good. Like I said, thanks for choosing me, Don. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry to put a downer on the start, boys. All right. I don't know where to start. <laughs> I have a little block now. What are we talking about, Jay? Today, we're yeah. going to talk about a concept that we like to call the five-minute wrap-up. Yeah. So this is something we've spoke about in the past. In fact, I think we had a free uh, video series at one point on our website, which is probably still there, uh, on the five-minute wrap-up. What we like to do in the last five minutes of every appointment, it's so not just your new clients, but every appointment is to take that last five minutes to go over four important concepts. 
And I can't uh, stress this enough. I really find for, for anyone that's listening, for your clientele, like, you know, as, as, as new therapists, we quite often, you know, start running behind and we want to make sure that we, you know, we're not used to making money and we don't value almost our own self-worth. So we work right up to the last minute, making sure the patient gets treated right to the end of the hour or the half hour or whatever schedule you decided to put into your practice. But I'm here today, or we're here today to tell you that there's a better way, that you really need to carve out some time at the end of your treatment sessions to to talk, to, to, talk, to, your, to, to talk to your client and, and let them know uh, four different things. I don't want to give it all away right now because hmm. it's, no. it's uh, <laughs> you know. This is going to be like a teaser between each one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to draw this out. This is probably a solid hour podcast. Oh. <laughs> I got a lot of things I want to say. No. Do we get a buzzer? <laughs> yeah. Was that Staples buzzer? All right. So, you know, like we said, um, you know, this comes down to communication, which we've talked about so much over the past, you know, a couple of years on our podcast is the, 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 the ability to communicate with your client and and have them buy in and, and have them understand that you know they're here for your expertise and you're going to help them get through what they're going through so first things first and i want to tackle number one what we want to do do you want me to jump right in kev no you can go over there what do you want to do at the end you want to talk about you want to discuss what you found with your clients so what do you do at the end when you're done kevin your session and, and talk to them about the importance of discussing what you found and how you think that's important for your client before they leave is discussing what you found, what they could expect from their treatment, you know. Is this number one? Is yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. No. <laughs> no, no. Just how do you do it? How do you, how do you like to well, talk to them? How do you can, engage can I jump them? In it? Can I jump in quick? Sure. Yeah. Can I give a l- I, little backstory? I had gold. It was going to be really good. Anyways, yeah. go on, Sean. But a little backstory about why why we, we kind of developed this concept of the five-minute wrap-up was I remember back in the day, uh, I had a massage therapist that I used to hear at the end of her oh, yes, session, right? At the end of her treatment, she would, she would literally say, oh, well, how did you feel, right? Um, you know, and, call me if you need anything. Yeah, call me Any if you numbing. Need, yeah, no, call me if you... Or she would, she would say, how did you feel after the treatment, you know? And, uh, oh, how did you feel or how do you feel? And, uh, yeah, well, call me if you need me or I'm here if you need me. And, and it was very, she was, she wasn't getting busier, you know, over time. And so I kind of asked if I could talk to her for, you know, quickly. And she said, yeah, I'm like, okay, I'll give you a little bit of advice. I said, okay, stop asking them how they feel post-treatment, right? Because the chances are, and we all know this as therapists. They just got worked on. They got worked on, you know, yes, sometimes they feel amazing and sometimes better. Sometimes they don't, right? Sometimes they feel worse or a little more pain. So I said, you're setting yourself up for it. So I said, stop asking them how they feel and tell them what, what, to expect. You, what you did and what they should expect. Yes. Right? That was it, point one. Yeah. Mm. That was point one, Kev. So. I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kev. Now I don't want to talk. You're up. Here you go. Now, which is why, why do you think that's Here, so important just for te- us to, to, to talk about with well, your client? I just teed it up for you. Right it, it's important because it gives clarity. So you got to remember the person's coming in and they have zero clue, number one, what's going to happen, two, what the outcome is going to be. And for you to not tell them is ridiculous. Yeah. So the, the idea here is to really be uh, authentic about, okay, this is what we found. Uh, these are some of the things we worked on. And these are the reasons I think why you probably had them. And this is our game plan moving forward. 
you're probably going to feel X, Y, Z because we worked a lot of structure or we worked a lot of, uh, stuff organ wise. Um, and just, you know, adjust your dialogue depending on what you worked on. So a recap, it's like recap. A, re- a recap of <clears throat> kind of what the process is and what the outcome potentially would be. And, and then how are you going to move? I guess we'll get to that. In exactly. Second, right. Well, I think the key is too, is we've heard from other osteopaths and New York grads sometimes that they're almost not sure if they should tell them everything they worked on. Oh, I, I don't know. Should I, should I actually tell them that I was working on their liver? Or should I tell them? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you really should. You came here for this yeah. and this is what we found. This exactly. Is what we worked on. This is the, right. And you know, people love to learn about their body. Really? You can feel that. And you, you can feel my, my liver and that's playing a role in my right shoulder pain. And this is your chance to shine, right? We go to school for a reason to learn all these interrelationships and all that stuff. So the more you can educate them and, 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 and show them and, and show your passion for it, the more you're going to gain, you're going to gain their trust. They're going to be, Oh my gosh, this person is really, you know, fighting for me. This is, this is great. And then, like you said, Sean, you can tell them how you're, how you expect they may feel and it can range. You're not going to tell them how you're going to feel. It's more about, you know, these are some of the things that I think might happen after yeah. the treatment. You might walk out and go, wow, that was really good. And you integrated very well. And there's a reason we did certain integration techniques to, to try to help facilitate that. Yeah. But you might not, you might feel really lethargic today. You might feel whatever you can use exactly, but that they understand it so that you're not getting a phone call. You're not getting a phone call the next day saying, why am I not feeling well? It's because you didn't, you didn't do your job. (laughs) Essentially you should have been telling the day before that there's a chance that you might not feel that great. I think that's super important for, for new grads, for anybody that's listening, right? Put yourself in their shoes. You want to know how you're supposed to feel, what the expectations are, right? Yeah. So exactly. moving on to number two, I think then also I like to t- spend some time at the end giving them a home exercise plan. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't have to be extensive, but he, they need to understand from the get-go. So even that first day that this is a two-way street, that exactly. they are not going to come in and lie in your bed and say, fix me, nope. that they're playing an active re- role in their recovery. Mm-hmm. You want to piggyback on that at all? Yeah. I, I, I use the, I always say, you know, 99.999% of their day is spent outside of our office, right? So it's up to them to continue this. Today we worked on this, this, and this, right? This is a partnership. We're here to, you know, to work on this, to kick you in the ass when you need to kick in the ass, all these things. But ultimately it's up to them to continue this work, right? So whether they're at, depending on the phase of care, which we'll get into another time, where they're at with respect to their treatment um, and, you know, the acuteness or their chronicity and, or like you say, if they're in more of a corrective phase, there, there are things that you need to, you need to remind them to do between now and the next time you see them. So it could be stretches. It could be, um, don't do this, right? It could be avoid this. It could be, okay, yes, that's that, you know, they might tell you, well, I like to do this or I like to do that. That's good right? Trust your judgment. You, you know, you're your best doctor, all the things that I kind of, you know, you dialogue with them, but you want to give them uh, kind of a, a structured plan of how to get to where we want them to, to, to get to. And, and just like green lights or red lights on things you want them to do. So it's important to make sure that they know that there's still a, a, a there's a plan. You're going to get them here. This is what step you're at. This is what I want you to do. This is what I want. I don't want you to do. It, I guess the biggest thing with that plan is is yeah. show, showing them also the the responsibility they have to take in yes. the in the process, right? So this is your time to make sure that that person under, understands their role in this process. Exactly. So you yes, you got to highlight a few things of like what Sean's saying, like what not to do, what to do, uh, trusting your judgment, 
they might not have good judgment. So you got to be careful on what you're telling them. Yeah, what you think um, is second nature is not second nature sure. to the average person, right? So you have to explain it well for sure, <clears throat> but then it's also the time to really let them know like you are a key factor in this process and if you don't participate, it will just take longer. Yeah, so bad habits. What are they doing, right? Uh, look at your bad habits, uh, things that you think might be most people know. Totally. Right? They know what they're doing that's contributing to this and they know what they should be doing to get better, right? Yeah. So it's just well, have an honest conversation. I like what you said earlier because you're like, well, you're here one one percent of the winter. I say the same thing. There's 168 hours in a week. Mm. You're here once this week yeah. for one hour and you might not come back for two or three weeks. So that's a lot of time at home where you could be doing stuff to help you feel better as opposed to just waiting around for the next appointment to come. Yeah. That's so that's what I usually use that. too. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's big. How Stop many hours? It. How many hours? 168 in a week. 168. Okay. See? How many in a day? Well, that's pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got that wrong. All yeah, Jesus, yeah. Sean. <laughs> you don't yeah, know what you don't know. But I think oh. you're right. I think the big thing to, to touch, to, to, I mean, I think people understand this anyway, is yeah, sometimes it feels you have to, to dumb it down, right? For us to say, like, for example, someone comes in with shoulder tendonitis to use an example for people, like you, know, you might give them, you know, scapular setting and, and, and things to do postural wise to not irritate their shoulder, especially let's say, Sean, you talked about phases of care, which is, you know, a separate podcast, but we'll do coming up, but essentially you can tell them what phase they're in. So you need to put the fire, you need to relax it. So we're talking postural stuff. We're not really strengthening it. But then the avoidance, because they might not understand that. Oh yeah, so what do you do? That, what are you going to do this week? Oh, well, I'm, I'm actually cross country skiing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or I'm gonna, oh, we're going to paint. <laughs> oh. We're painting the kitchen and family room this weekend. I'm like, you're not. Like, yeah, yeah. if you want your shoulder to do okay, and you explain how, you know, above shoulder activity, anything repetitive. Like a lot of times, depending what phase you're in, it's that. It's yeah. it's these are, are things you should for? not be yeah. doing raking. It's raking season again or whatever to mm -hmm. to actually move forward with their injury. Yeah. Don't do your taxes. Tax. Don't do your taxes. Yeah. No. Okay. So then let's move on to the next point. So for the third point, I think it's what we'll talk about what they can expect coming in for their next treatment. So this is like the setting prelude the of setting the stage <laughs> yeah. for what they can expect, how you can kind of get into building out your treatment plan, Sean, right? Because we talked about like those phases of care. So what do you like to do, Kev? How do you like to do that? How do you like to... Um, prompt them for what for what's to come. I've heard you say it before. You've said things like, uh, you know, we did a lot of good things today. Yeah, but there's still that kind of stuff. There's more to work on. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I guess again with the phases of care that comes into play because you know when they're in an acute situation, you're you're explaining like, listen, okay, we've taken care of a few things that were really what got you into this predicament in the first place. Uh, so that's why it's so key for you to do X, Y, Z when you're not here. Uh, and what we'd expect for the next session is that we'll reassess to see where are you at now? What can we do now to push you even closer to being better? Um, so it's the explanation a little bit of um, where they're at, depending on how they've adjusted to their initial treatment, because that also helps with just the progression of of whatever they're healing from is understanding like, oh yeah, look, you went from the first treatment to this now and you have way less pain. <clears throat> there's still some restrictive motion, let's say, or there's this, there's that. That's that's normal. You've had it for a very long time. So it's again, it's it's the explanation of really what's the status now yeah, that exactly. you're coming in that day. Well, uh, give them a, a kind of another recap of, of where they are and, and then say what we're going to do on that day to bump them even further ahead. Yeah. I think that's great, Kevin. I think also you can look back at what their goal was initially. Like yeah. what, you know, what, what was their presenting complaint? What's their goals, right? You want to get to this? Okay, this is where we're at. 
you know, based on this. And yeah, or, you know, potentially will there be some setbacks? Maybe, right? But this is where you're at. Here's where we're headed. Uh, like we say, we go out, we worked on this, this, and that. Next time you're in, we're going to we're gonna take it a step further, hopefully, right? No. If you do your homework, right? If not, you blame them. Exactly. Right? Yeah. We'll blame it's all your fault. Yeah. Blaming yeah, and shaming. Blaming. You don't want to see blame and shame, Kevin. <laughs> if you <laughs> have to stay away from him. Heard our it's all your fault. <laughs> Please go back. You go will, back and you'll get, a, you'll get a nice taste of sarcasm. If yeah. you, uh, if you I, do want to laugh. Maybe you, didn't, maybe you guys did listen to it and you're like, oh my God. These guys are maybe that's the last podcast you listened to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's big too, just, just setting the stage. I usually tell people, especially if they're new, let's say, and they came in and they've had it for a long time and they've got these, I like to talk about you know, restrictions in their body, some of them following the laws of physiology and some of them not. So saying like, listen, we got a few things to, to work well, but you know, you still have a couple of bigger dysfunctions that we need to get out of your body. And that's why I want you know, and that's, you know, that's why we're seeing you again next week, let's say, and then explain to them how once these bigger dysfunctions go away, that, you know, some of those later compensations their body makes won't be there anymore. And then you know that they're going to be healing themselves and we can transition you out of this phase and you'll go into the next phase and then they get to see that there's a plan. I think it's the ultimate part of that part of the conversation is them understanding you're not that guessing. you're not guessing that you can see the path towards recovery and that you're able to communicate that effectively with whoever's in front of you. Yeah. I think that's big. That's, I think it says it all. Yeah. Which then leads us to the final point, which is... The most important, right? You need to tell them. You don't make friends with salad. <laughs> that's a big one. That's that's on someone you know Unless well. Unless it's my Caesar salad, then. Oh, it is pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's a B minus. <laughs> a B minus. Croutons could be better. Oh, oh sourdough croutons? Homemade sourdough croutons? It's not the, what they are. Oh. It's how many you give out. Oh, more. Oh, yeah. more. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. Greedy. So you got to <laughs> tell them when to come back. Right. Uh, exactly. We have seen this That's number four. time and time again. Oh yes. <clears throat> right. Where patients leave the office, clients leave the office, and they make it to the reception, and they have no idea when they're coming back. Right. Mm. So thankfully, you know, in good procedures, we've uh, we've uh, we've encouraged our secretary or right, our receptionist to make sure that she she knows that she asks when to come back and if it they haven't been instructed to she'll actually come find us right and say um when do you want to see them again hey bozo you forgot you forgot to, yeah. right because in the event sometimes we do forget but um uh you have got to uh you know and, and like you say if you're understanding these phases of care and, and you realize that there is a kind of a a plan to the to the to or like a schedule to get them to where you want them to to be yeah. then there will be recurring treatments right because how do people get better well it's frequency over time it's a simple simple how does anything happen right how do you learn how do you get better stronger in the gym and how do you it's frequency over time so that's no different from what we do right but you have to tell them when to come back because a lot of patients will slip through the cracks and we do and a not. lot of therapists struggle with this yes they struggle with the idea of selling themselves yeah mm -hmm. so if you guys listened last week right to the social media presence right you don't want to be spending so much time attracting new clients if you're if they're slipping through the cracks and 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 out you know i shouldn't say it but out the back door but if they're slipping oh, through the cracks that you want you to did make, say it. Though. I did say it. I did say it. <laughs> just to highlight that, yeah, you did just, say it. That was <laughs> so, at uh, minute 18, almost 19. <laughs> so 
you have got to make sure that the client knows when they're coming back, right? So we're going to see you next week. So we do something. We have uh, intake or not intake forms. But we have these inner office referral forms and or scheduling forms or care plan forms that you can use. They're little pads. It's almost like a prescription plan. It's almost like a prescription plan. Um, you can implement that in your clinic if you'd like. But it's a really good way of keeping everyone on the same page. And you you can actually just like a just like a you know like a prescription pad. You can write them say, well, I want to see you once a week for four weeks, or I want to see you next week, you know, and they walk that down to your receptionist and their mm-hmm. place. And there's no schedule. confusion. No confusion, right? I think that's the key. I think the big thing is I, I, I'm trying to appeal to people that are listening that are struggling with this concept of it's not selling yourself when you're, when you're telling them for a reason, they're, they're relying on you as the expert in your field. And you, and some people need to understand that, they want to get better. And for some reason, some, I mean, we've had new practitioners that struggle with that concept of telling them when, but if you can outline like their phases of care and what phase they're in, you have to think if someone's acutely sore and booked in to see you and they can't sleep at night because their shoulders on fire and they're doing these things, they want to come back. They've obviously want to come back. That's what they've booked with you. So you have to be, not be shy and you have to be able to tell them when you expect to see them, when you want to see them and for what reasons. And if you do that and you, or sorry, if you fail to do that, then you're not doing yourself or your business a service and you're certainly not doing your client a service because they're going to walk out. They're not going to yell your name from the rooftops about you got to go see said person. They're going to walk out and saying, I don't even know if I'm supposed to come back again. Mm. Like that's, that can't happen. That can't happen in any practice that's trying to grow and build and be successful. Yeah. You want to put yourself in in their shoes, right? So the more clear you are, the better everyone wins. Exactly. Exactly that. So like we said, guys, this is something you need to do, not just with your new clients, but with every person that you have in your office. I do this seven or eight times a day, every day. And uh, listen, sometimes there's time There's time when they don't have to come back, right? If they're at graduation point where they've done their, their last phases of care, they've done their whole uh, yeah. you know, core stability stuff and they're ready to move forward, that's great. They're still going to refer people to you because you've helped them get from, you've helped them achieve their goal that they're looking for. But the most important part, important, important part is to carve that time out of the end. Don't push it and then, and then rush the ending part. They want to hear what you have to say. They want to know what Don't you did. It, yeah. They want to know what to expect after being treated. They want to know what the plan is moving forward. And they want to know when to come back. Sean? That's great. Where can they find us, buddy? Done. Osteomentorship.com. And you still uh, have people at the end of the... And then I... Yeah, there's a lot of... <laughs> off air stuff that happens. <laughs> nice. <laughs> awesome. uh, but and and as always, as the theme, yeah. if you've been listening to our podcast of late, there is a there's a, an action sheet and a video for mm. this one. Mm. Right? Jason, you're gonna you're gonna see Jason on video. Oh, not, it's like not just Oscar worthy. Oscar worthy. Mm. Oscar, Will right? Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, or maybe uh, I'll be doing it because Jay apparently is flying to Florida, so we'll see. So, <laughs> actually uh, taking a boat, Sean. Oh, Team player oh. rowing to he's yeah. rowing to Florida, but uh-huh. uh, but um, com. There is a free. I'll video. do it from Florida. How about that? There you go. Free video series from uh, for for you guys that. from us. Um, five minute wrap up so important uh, you can hit us up on all, where, where all podcasts are found leave us a, a review and share with uh, people you think this would be helpful for unless you're selfish unless you're selfish keep it yourself and yeah. Then, yeah but uh, sharing is caring it is peace we'll see you next week take care everybody ciao thanks for checking out this episode we hope you learned something or not and if you haven't already subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening 
And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend.